Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast. Today, we are talking everything Marvel and Star Wars that dropped during Disney Plus Day. Uh, all the news, trailers, or lack thereof, we will break it down for you guys. And of course, I'm here with the guy. Who's, he, he's here with me every week. Uh, I'll give him that. If nothing else, he shows up. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm good, Michael. Uh, I'm ready to get into our first nine minutes where we just talk about what we just did all, all this year on the podcast. And then uh, then we can talk about the new stuff that we're planning to do uh, going forward, right? That's that's what you do on these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do like a 14-minute podcast. Seven minutes will be stuff we've already seen. And then like another three minutes will be like kind of stuff that you've seen. And then the last half will just cram all the new stuff in like the last couple minutes. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page about this. Tommy, we have a guest today. Um, I'm very excited about this one. Uh, I'm a fan of this man's podcast. It's a not-so-serious podcast. You might remember we had OJ on for Loki, um, but uh, look, do I should I should I shade OJ here? Did we upgrade? It's Luis. Luis, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Yes, you've made a very good upgrade. No shade at OJ. I love you, man. <laughs> Poor OJ. We'll have him back. We'll, we'll make yeah. up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis, uh, well, first and foremost, before we dive into any of this craziness, I want to give you a chance to kind of introduce yourself and uh, maybe talk about your podcast a little bit. Uh, what, who, who are you and what are you about? uh okay i think i got this ready uh okay god all right it's a lot of people listening hi uh i'm luis uh puerto rican soon to be sensation uh i'm a musician Uh, i'm a podcaster we really started the podcast i think if oj kind of gave you a glimpse it was basically covid um well let me rephrase it we were doing a podcast you know world pretty pretty solid then COVID hit and we're like well we don't want to stop then so we started our own thing uh remotely and it has slowly but surely been a very fruitful podcast um we've kind of transitioned into youtube content and as disney kicked off their uh disney plus thing well we kind of said well we're gonna have to do deep dives on that one it kind of diversifies so um I'm thankful that I can just do something cool with my friends. Um, as for me, I just love doing just content. I think music has been a very. It's a very direct thing for me to do something artistic, and I just hate the mundane nine to five work. Besides, I think there's a lot of people just like to do that for me. Instead, I like to talk about marble and Star Wars, and just anything nerdy, anything that it's really pop culture. Um, It's interesting, it's fascinating, whether we have something or we have nothing, which is probably what happened today. We have something, but not nothing. And just being in in a setting where we can just be alive, like be grateful to be alive. Because I mean, what we're about to like go deep is just a lot of shows, a lot of content in a span of a, a year or two. And I think that it's just wild how many people are working on this for our entertainment. And I think that that's, uh, that's just fascinating for me. It's, um, it's something that I really like to do 
and would like to keep doing uh, as a you know as our future goes on. But I guess to sum it up, I'm a very like artistic guy. I like to do just crazy stuff, um, and if and if it's with my friends, even better. Well, well, Luis, I, I think it's a. Uh... Yeah, you, you kind of frame that in a way that like I, I wasn't expecting as far as like being grateful for like this content and being grateful that we're alive. Yeah. And like I like for me, um, because look, I, I have some complaints and we'll get to them. Right. But the bottom line is like this is like what like it's gonna like I'm gonna get a little deep, okay? Right. Um right. like there have been points in my life where I've experienced depression and like a lot of the things that kept me going were uh like trailers or upcoming tv shows or like you know it's like uh it's like how, how how like the thing that kept me going was like ooh, how is this skywalker saga gonna end or like what's next for the mcu right so i do think it is good to like stop down and be grateful for that kind of thing because i mean i think a, a lot of people like more casual fans will look at the stuff and and just see it as like um something to pass the time on a mm-hmm. friday night or something but for a lot of us it's like something that's helped us through in like a lot greater ways so um i like the way you frame that Luis. i do have a question though right um in the dawn of disney plus right um we've gotten star wars shows we've gotten marvel shows and maybe it's something else for you but i want to ask you what has been like your favorite thing that disney plus has offered you thus far i think the i mean i had this conversation with a friend of mine and it's how disney disney as an entity walt disney company can really just put the entire collection from the Disney vault and just future stuff and still have content for and to warrant a streaming platform. I think the overkill that I always say of of Disney is you have like big franchises with it with its own content. So Star Wars alone it's not just the uh just the saga uh just the nine movies is um the animated series um and the future series that you're going to have with Boba Fett and the Mandalorian, and you're trying to kind of diversify that story more than just having everything be the Skywalker saga and just saying, yep, this, this is Star Wars guys. This is the entirety of Star Wars. We don't need to care about anyone else, but no, it's rich. It's, you can really create content uh, within that lore. And, and I think that's fascinating that uh, they can find a home on Disney plus and with Marvel, I got to say, I feel. I feel happy, I feel scared, I feel interested by what the future of just Marvel as a content creation juggernaut can give us, because I think for 23, obviously counting the Infinity Saga for 23 films, you're you're creating a narrative that, you know, you've had your ups and downs and how each director kind of coincided with just one goal, which is defeat Thanos and just go go at, at the greater good. Um, but it's what's next. And I think that I was always interested and fascinating as to what can you do more than just, you know, you're explored heroes within the world or heroes within uh, the earth. Then you're going on the galaxy. Right now, we're at a point where you just, well, let's just break the universe as a whole. And for Disney Plus to exist at a great time where Marvel, I wouldn't say they weren't um, 
short on imagination as to what's next. I think that the timing and I feel like Feige being able to craft a story well beyond just 2021 and 2022 is fascinating. I still say that he really understands the char- each and every character and wants to, you know, have its time, its shine and stuff. So it's great. I Again, we are very grateful to have a, I mean, grateful in some areas. I know that the world is maybe shitty, but grateful in the, in the sense that Disney Plus exists to give you your source of old films, classic Disney films, and just what's new, you know? And I think that that is impressive for a company to just say, we don't need anyone else to distribute our shit. Let's just make our own. And and you have it. You have a platform. You can market it as such. And I do want to say the first few years were rocky as any other streaming service um, or just any, any startup, really. I know you have you have the library. It's how you're going to create content. And they're doing a good job. Um, not all of them are going to be winners, but the, the few that you thought kind of risky, The Mandalorian, for example, kind of risky you're taking away out you're taking away a story outside the skywalker you know point of view you're talking about as a bounty hunter as a world outside the realm of jedis and 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 orders and stuff so when you have the talent both on screen off screen in writer's room uh you're gonna create and you're gonna craft the greatest stories to tell and for future generations to continue to grow i think that when george look i wouldn't assume that George Lucas wouldn't imagine his world be this diverse or be this big in scope. Uh, Stan Lee, uh, may he rest in peace, did not envision a universe where heroes can be shown, not just in panels, in comics, but in the big screen and IMAX. And it's just great, man. Uh, Disney Plus is overwhelming by how much it has, but it's cool to have it uh most stuff you can't you couldn't even get it because you know the the historic the the historic disney vault oh you better get it before they go into the disney vault now it's like no i can watch snow white whenever i want I can watch cinderella whenever i want and we're just we're spoiled i feel like right now kids are spoiled right now they just they it's have just, it all i think it goes it to your point of like you talk about like Stanley didn't see this. George, like it's because Walt Disney did set those stones, and when it got to Disney, like Disney did have that ambition that I think mm-hmm. we're seeing in the Marvel, uh, you know, the Disney Marvel version, the Star Wars Marvel version. We're seeing that Disney ambition, and like, uh, yeah, I think everything you just said, I agree with. Like, it is wild. I, I thought about this the other day of like, imagine a time where we don't have marvel in the future like i i can't even fathom that because it was like for so many years there's just we know what the next project is we know what it is and so like there is that like i don't know i like that comfort of just like knowing there will always be more hopefully and uh yeah that's why we started a podcast tommy is like uh this is like an infinite sort an infinite well of uh content i i know but i can still be nostalgic about it and be happy about it yeah it's just wild to think about and i think like what you're saying is like their ambition they could slow down marvel right. could slow down right. they they've set a a a franchise a universe that people are gonna constantly come back for i think I've, i was gonna say i think that even marvel got uh held back and you would think like how can you stop the 
Marvel, they just can't. They're just too good. Yeah, a global pandemic probably would probably stop them because yep. they, they didn't do anything for a year. And rightfully so. But it's how amazing how even I would assume the the, the off year that, that that was 2020, I still believe they were, you know, in meetings and wanting and wanting. OK, they got us. We need to yeah. stop. But but what's next? What can we bring to the table? What stories yeah. we can tell? Not only just your typical Iron Man's and Captain America's. What's we have a vast uh, we have a vast characters, different backgrounds. How can we uh, connect them? Which is interesting. In theory, I think that as we're gonna continue on, there are some shows and movies moving forward. Where I'm like, I hope that they can connect it somehow. Uh, within the with this lore, because I've had discussions on on the internet and and just on on people where they want to go so source material that it's impossible because in MCU logic and how it's formed, they're not there yet. They can't say Inhumans because they're not that introduced. They can't say the X gene because they've been not saying it for the past few years. Now that they got the rights uh, to X Men, they could introduce it, but it's how, and I think that that's that's important to to know that the MCU as a whole is its own source of characters, uh, beginning with the source material. But you know, it's yeah. it's its own story. Fighting can do whatever the hell he wants. The writers can do whatever the hell they want. But make it, uh, I guess, as a bigger cohesive car- uh, story. And I'm hoping we'll get there. I've been feeling like we've been in a transition period for a little bit now, right? Yes. Like, it's like we had Thanos. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to shed shed the the, the coat of Endgame. Let's get out of there. Let's, you know, and we're getting there. I know there's a lot of threads they're already setting up for the future. Thanos, Thanos was a bigger ambition. I think that for 2018 to 2020, we're like, what is bigger than a big little fight in 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 on Earth? Oh. A Matt Titan. Okay. How do we bring that about? Oh, the stones. Let's introduce them in different movies. Uh, maybe not directly, but uh, in theory, they exist. They do stuff. Um, you need, and, and it's also a lot of hints. You, you need to see this because in two years, there's another movie that's kind of reintroduced this. So, like, um, and I think Endgame was like that, that all. I am on record, and I'll say it here too that people can stop watching Marvel and they will still have a great experience just watching 23 films and not watch anything else. The story was just great from beginning to end. You had, again, ups and downs happen. We don't need to talk about the dark world, but <laughs> it, it it's it's what it is. And, and it's great. It ended how it should be. And for fans like us, we're just gonna continue to eat whatever the hell they want. In two in two weeks' time, we're gonna be with Hawkeye. Then in next month, I assume there's a Spider-Man movie. I don't know, but apparently there is. Yeah, and then we'll continue moving forward. Well, well, I, I think that's what's really cool about what the MCU has built, and that like I guess for like the Star Wars saga for instance, um, you had those first three movies, and that's what a lot of people said, is they were like, well, you could just you just stick with the original. You don't have to go watch those prequels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like the way that Marvel was able to capture what Star Wars did in three films, they were able to pull off in 23 films. So yeah. I think that's what's really special, and I agree with you. Um, 
and I feel like we are, it's weird that we're like entering the second chapter of the MCU and it's been yeah. this long. Um, but I want, I want to start diving into some of this, um, some of this content that was revealed today. Um, first and foremost, the first thing, and look, as far as the format, there's no live stream for Disney plus, right? No. Um, it's kind of like a, it's basically a Twitter thread. <laughs> like that's how I was following at least. Um, but the first thing that they posted about, and obviously because it was something that was going to be released on Disney Plus today, was the new Boba Fett um, documentary. And I mean, a documentary is a loose. It's twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. That's what we got today. Was twenty minutes of uh, Boba Fett. And uh, I did. I did watch it. Um, I don't know. Did anyone else here able to fit that in? I kind of just glanced to it because I, I was so confused as to what was shown, because again. The structure was so yeah around this time we're gonna po be posting a lot on our socials and all that but then the star wars hit thing like the star wars stuff hit and then like no no you have to go now to disney plus and then watch this and then no 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 then later there's like a pixar thing but it's like four minutes and i'm like oh my god so the phone plus the screen plus okay so now i'm like having so many screens on me saying one thing but then i have to literally redirect this link to this thing because i need to see that it was confusing i i really the only thing i did watch was the one minute if i can even call it snippet of just obi-wan kenobi which yeah. was which was concept art uh uh mcgregor just saying yeah so i'm still here for anyone <laughs> wondering and i'm and i'm doing some i'm doing some training that is it and i'm like oh would have preferred like a, a a shot at 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 the series, but a lot know. of prequel shots though in that and that lots one. of prequel <laughs> shot that is true. Yeah, you know they're like saying yeah, so you know shit ha shit happens between yeah. these the, these core movies. By the way, but hey, there's Dark Vader. See, oh the fight. Yes, yeah, he. Oh yeah, can I see that in action, not in concept? But okay. I'll give you your time. You know, they're, they're, they were kind of, I mean, Star Wars content really was very, very dry. Just Obi-Wan Kenobi and just the Boba Fett uh, documentary. Yeah, there, there really wasn't much on Star Wars at all. In the, like you said, like Kenobi is the biggest thing. But even then, and I love concept art. Don't get me wrong. Love yeah, it. Of course. But want a little bit more. And, and just talking about the structure, like you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's not great to find the Disney Plus stuff. Disney, literally, there's a, a company that is already doing something very similar perfectly nintendo does youtube videos that they put out and, and why not do that just do one big video i get it maybe you want to separate it for the people that aren't marvel fans but they're star wars just do one big youtube video disney even has to snap you know the whole thing because it, it goes around and there's like a snapping thing and nintendo does the actual snap for the switch like yeah. it's perfect just do yeah i wholeheartedly agree tommy legitimately needs to be uh on the on the creative team at Disney, please, yeah. like just hire him. Disney? Like, look at that. Just, just all you have to do, do an investors' day without saying like you know that last year the investors' day had, so they had content, but then when they were about to show trailers, and you can't watch that because that's for investors. And then we're back and you're like, no, 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 no. Audience, everyone is watching. Okay, so you give me that. No investors yeah. exclusion here. We're well, all equals. I think what's weird to me is that um, again, I, I'm I'm curious what the approach like. What makes Star Wars different than Marvel? That like they've like I mean we 
between new content and content we already knew about, we got like what, like maybe twelve different title reveals for for upcoming MCU projects, and we didn't get anything new on the the Star Wars side. And it, and I will say, Tommy, I was telling you, I think it really does come down to is like there's a lot more still in development. Um, Mando season three is still filming. We got uh, Kenobi is probably still in uh, post production. I think the only thing that we could have seen was the Andor trailer because that that yeah. show has been done filming for a yeah. while and they've been in post production for a long time, and you probably could have put a trailer together for that. It's they just could have just to... also thrown the titles up on the screen though. They did that for Marvel. Like you, we got twelve yeah. things, but it was like stuff we already kind of knew. A lot of it we already knew from last year, and they just like threw it up again. It was like here it is again. Don't worry about it. It's still here. Like, yeah, I, I think it was almost like a reaffirmation. It's like, no, guys, like, listen, COVID happened, but like, it's still happening. Like, we're just gonna tell you when because we need to be conservative about it. I have, I do have to say that they really have been very conservative as to when shows are coming out. So the only confirmation that I really got was Miss Marvel, which I heard it was dropped to late 2022. Is now summer 2022. Okay. I'm still wary as to what her powers are going to be and what they're going to look. I just hope that in six months they can make it very nice for that first reveal and um, hoping everything is is for the best. Because I heard it was uh, uh, late 2022. So, Yeah, we'll, you, you never see. really know. Again, like you said, with COVID and everything, you, you just and I get it. They can't commit to this kind of stuff. Um, it makes me wonder, though, like as far as like armor wars and stuff, which isn't even in any sort of real development at this point. It's like how 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 are they able to like release that? But like we can't get like uh, I don't know, like, for instance, when, when the Clone Wars was rebooted for that mm -hmm. final season, we got like a very half-assed teaser, right? It was it was like shots of like stormtrooper helmets, but that was something, right? It was something to like for us to hold on to. And uh, look, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking for too much. I, it just feels a little unbalanced. And maybe that's just because we just happen to be a Star Wars and Marvel podcast. Um, well, and they are Disney, but like at the end of the day, I might have to give it to Foggy here. Maybe Foggy just puts it. Listen, we just got to give them stuff. Like, just, just put the title in. And like the Star Wars people are like, no, it's not ready. Like, they're like, we're just going to give them the things that actually are ready to show them. And like, maybe that's just where the difference is on the two, on the two fronts of who's marketing for them, you know? And with that also, being, yeah. I was going to say, Kathleen Kennedy is still on a short leash because, you know, she still remember, we still remember Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> she she probably has PTSD and said, yo, we cannot like stress this enough. We can't, uh, uh, you know, short this uh, production. We need to take our time. You know, if it's ready and, and either logos or concept art, we'll show it. And maybe the Kenobi one was the one that uh, a lot of people were uh, into finding out. Do we got something? But I mean, it wasn't something, you know. But well, here's, I, I'm willing to place a bet right now. Um, sure. Between all, at least the ones that we haven't had footage for. So, mm -hmm. for instance, that's Echo, that's Agatha, that's Marvel Zombies, that's the Spider-Man animated show, it's the X-Men animated show, um, Ironheart, Secret Invasion. I'm willing to bet that at least one of those shows are going to get trashed completely. I, I don't think that we will ever see at least one of those shows. And with that, and, and the reason I say that is because we've had a lot of Star Wars projects, and I think this is where they, they get a little more skeptical, right? Uh, for instance, Rogue Squadron. 
that's getting pushed back now. Um, and I, I feel like Star Wars is probably, uh, or Lucasfilm, they're probably a bit more conservative as far as like making promises. And because we, we've gotten like, we've gotten confirmation of like three or four different trilogies of Star Wars coming up. We had like the, the David Benioff and D.B. Weiss series. We have the, the Ryan Johnson series. We have like a Taika Waititi movie. Right. And this is stuff we have no idea about. And like, I, I, I'm willing to guarantee that like some of that stuff is not going to happen. And I feel like they're very aware that like, just because we have stuff in development or like in like pre-development, even like just concepts, um, I think they're very aware that this stuff may never see the light of day, um, where maybe Marvel hasn't experienced that ch- those trials and tribulations as much, so they're much more willing to to throw it out there. So, and I think Star Wars struggled with Disney Plus a little bit more than Marvel. Like, I think what we were saying, like, I don't know, like, like not I, I liked Visions, but Bad Batch, I was I was severely like disappointed in, and I wonder if they like you're saying they're in development, so maybe they are like revamping some of this stuff based on the responses they got on their first, like uh, dipping the toes into Disney plus stuff, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and actually let's, let's start talking about some of the Marvel stuff here. Cause I do, you talked about, um, we'll, we'll jump to miss Marvel here because I, I think mm-hmm. this is one of the, this is one of the things that um, we at least got new foot. Like we got footage of it. Right. And that was something pretty exciting. This is, this is one has been done filming for a while now. And it's something that, like, you could have done a full trailer on. Um, Luis, I want to gauge your interest on Miss Marvel a little bit more. From my perspective, from... Okay, first I'll say there was a 14-minute Marvel trailer that came out, half of which was old content. Um, we kind of joked about that already. Um, but with that being said, they kind of squashed all this stuff together into one teaser. And I got to say, of all the stuff that we saw, I am the least excited for Miss Marvel. I think this looks like a Disney Channel show rather than a Disney Plus show. Am I being too harsh? I think that's Miss Marvel to a degree. Like the character, I don't know. I liked it. I liked the character from it, but I hear you. And I, I think we just need to see more. But uh, I like her. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me because I like how, like, almost innocent Miss Marvel is. And I feel like that's going to be like, that's maybe the Disney channel vibe you're getting from that. Would that be a bad thing that it, that it, that it is? I mean, listen, I, I, it's funny because I was never a Disney channel kid, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. like, okay. I I liked smart house when that came out. I liked uh, Xenon. Like I liked those two, but other than that, it was like, I never really got into Disney channel shows or movies for instance, like when I was a kid, it was Star Wars, it was Indiana Jones, and it was James Bond. So, like, it's not something I'm used to. So, um, for me, I don't think it. Maybe it isn't a bad thing, um, but it makes me wonder, like, what direction we're going in. I guess because the Marvel stuff is, I guess it's probably been presented as more of a prestige way of telling stories, while Disney Channel, while I know there's a lot of beloved stuff out there. Um, it's i don't know that it's quite on that like massive grand scale if that makes sense mm-hmm. but isn't I, I don't know i feel like it's as hokey as like some of the stuff we've already gotten from marvel like honestly all like all three more comedic shows i thought uh, the the small things we got hockey there was like some hokey moments where I'm like uh she hulk there was some hokey moments where i was like uh and miss marvel it's like it's like maybe i'm just spoiled from eternals where i just want everything to be artsy now so i'm just like give me more art uh and so yeah, I, I, I hear you, Michael. I, I'm nervous about it, you know? 
What say I... you, Luis? Oh, man. I mean, you kind of brought up a very valid point as to the look of it, but I think maybe the shots were just looking like a very high, like very expensive uh, Disney Channel series, mind you. I mean, fair, most fair. Disney Channel <laughs> series get like like a quarter as to how much that production was. I am going to, I'm I'm very optimistic on everything um, because I don't want to come off as a Marvel sheep and say like, oh, they can't do no wrong and stuff. I just joked about the dark world. This is the third time I'm, I'm saying this in this podcast. <laughs> so like, yes, they can do something wrong. Um, I'm going to halt it for the trailer because nothing that they show me was something that I know they can do slightly better. And it was very just out there. So out of context, lead characters, some stuff, um, her, um, her, um, her religion, obviously she's a Muslim. Um, and just very few snippets of who she is, but it's very vague. I'm not going to put too much weight into it. It is cool that I get that we got a confirmation of, a, you know, a timestamp as to when in 2022, because a lot of uh, the post that they got was just like, yeah, coming in 2022, this thing in 2022 out of the 365 days, pick one. I don't know, but pick one. So I'm just going to um, wait and see until the trailer. I think like every show that they got, even on Moon Knight, I'm like, let me wait for the trailer. Let, like, I know why they, you know, put those snippets. I'm just going to wait until they give me the final detail, uh, like the final touches. Because, again, I, I think they kind of splice things. To be honest, I think the 15 minute trailer like like view for the future was really kind of stat patty like i think the purpose was the first seven were like so we're now in tv and wandavision now we're gonna go to so they kind of just saying so it started here and to kind of go into like so now the future but really the only thing they showed us was moon knight miss marvel she hulk and uh hawkeye yeah. and hawkeye other than that, which is logos and logos and logos and logos and saying, that's all we have. See you next year. Um, so they, they they did something. They they covered a big part of their um, TV slate. Also, I talked about this with so many friends because I was such in a big high on just the uh, No Way Home uh, leaks and stuff. And I thought, oh, maybe they're just doing something for Disney Plus. And then it hit me. Why would they show something of a movie if it's strictly a streamable? It's just a streaming service. Well, um, I'll have to go back and check my facts, but I believe they did talk about movies on the first Disney Plus day. But that um, wasn't Disney Plus day, was it? Wasn't it just Disney Day? Like they didn't they just? I don't know. Not to you mean like you mean last year? I thought yeah, I thought there was movie announcements. The last like a, okay, so last year, so I think the confusion that I got and a lot of people got was last year was a very weird thing that Disney said, like, oh, so we have like an investors day, which strictly was for investors, but you guys can watch it. You're not gonna see the trailers, but you can watch it at home. Um, but that was almost like uh like a hey so i know we've been dry because of covid here's something to shine for next year um instead of something deliberate that they really wanted to do 
because I still believe they would have done that thing, but times 10. I just think they didn't want to because, again, I think that most studios were like, I don't have anything done. There's nothing to show. Um, I can show you concept art, but I know that's nothing to sell, at least to a public, to a general public, because a lot of it is just literally just stills. I'm just writing that. I'm writing the concept story. I don't have anything animated. I don't have anything uh, voice acted or uh, shot. So we kind of got what really is a very... Here's a lot of shit that we got for next year. Pick and choose which ones you want to watch. We'll see you next year. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you hit on it, right? I think I think this is Disney. I don't think they meant to, but I don't think they have a lot done right now. I think Hawkeye is the closest, which is why we got the most content on Hawkeye. Yes. A two minute, like, like, like yeah. just length, you know. And I think they would have wanted to do that with each of them. I just don't think they have enough done on Moonlight. I don't think they have enough done on Shiok. I don't think they have enough done there. And so, like, I think you're exactly right. I think we need to wait for. A trailer as much as you know i i have my feelings on trailers i do i do think we need to wait on a trailer because i just don't think the teaser are great and we're going to talk about it of course mm-hmm. but uh it's hard because it's like you just get a quip from miss marvel you get like these you just get the quips and it's just like well th- there's no context here i have no idea no what this like is. who is she talking to what is this joke about um and and also the supposed powers she'll get so that's another thing that we have to wait and see because if if it's what we've shown uh, of, of what people have sh- spread on the internet of a Green Lantern looking power, then that's not going to fly. And that's not her power, Marvel. What's going on? What's your explanation? That is something that I, that I, this is why I wait for trailers because trailers doesn't show me any explanation. Granted, I just think that if we're going to bash a pseudo Disney Channel looking series, listen, we don't know because. Again, out of context stuff that is just very vague. T- uh, title, um, uh, character talks of something. Boom, out of context stuff. You can't really take that and say, "Yep, it's a Disney, uh, it's a Disney Channel series." I, Sometimes I, I like... even with trailers, you still don't look at Eternals. I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let, let me defend myself because listen, I, I'm I'm typically one that comes into things more skeptical and then I leave a lot more happy, right? Okay. Okay. Tommy, you can defend me here. I was not excited for WandaVision. I wasn't excited for Loki. I thought I thought it was dumb that we were bringing like dead characters back to life and creating TV shows out of them. Like I hated the concept. But those are like my two favorite shows that have ever premiered on Disney Plus altogether. So I, I, I will I will be open minded going into it, and uh, I hope I'm wrong. I, I do want to say it's interesting that Miss Marvel we didn't see any sort of CGI shot, right? So to just talk about what Luis was alluding to a little bit more, um, there have been rumors that Miss um, Marvel and I'm not super familiar with the comics. Tommy's probably better at talking about this stuff than I am. But Miss Marvel she basically can like expand her arms and. Like, uh, like it's more of like a physical thing, but what we're hearing about or some of the rumors have been that it's probably more of like a cosmic thing where like, um, she probably has like a force fields around her hands rather than her hands actually expanding. Um, but what's interesting to me is we saw no CGI shots here, which tells me that they might be reversing that decision based on the reaction of the rumors. I I'm going to, yeah, I, I, I think that's it. Maybe it's not. You know, I don't think they'll outspokenly say that. I think that obviously as a studio, you want to say, no, 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 we always intended to. And I even thought, what if this is a Sonic the Hedgehog type of thing where they had to show this horrific thing 
then say, no, 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 guys. <laughs> That's not, you silly gooses. That's not Sonic. Of course it's not Sonic. Give us some time. You're going to see the real Sonic. And then we did see the real Sonic. And like, okay, this is just like a troll thing. Because whether or not any explanation they'll give us makes it sense. It's like, no, but the powers isn't isn't that. Like you got it all wrong. Whether it's cosmic or not, it's just it's just not that. So if they're reverting and kind of rewrite the entirety of it and how it she got it and all that, maybe it could be better for just the source material. And again, I kind of have to defend a lot of uh, uh, Marvel Studios' decision on certain things happening this way versus the uh, the comics is because it makes sense in this. A particular universe, and I always say this universe isn't doesn't correlate with Earth six one six. They're two different uh, universes. They have their similarities, just not outright similar to a comic. Hear hear me out. If I get that Disney job, this is now my new idea. Mm-hmm. What if we take what you just said with like Sonic? What if they just always just show terrible teasers, terrible trailers, just like things that aren't even like they're just garbage uh, designs, garbage outfits, and then the movie will just look so much better. Everyone will be high on it because it's like, well, it's better than what we saw at the trailer. They just they made it great. Aren't we doing? Aren't Sony and Marvel Studios doing that with Spider Man? Why <laughs> is it? Why is it that we haven't had a single stuff out there? From them, just obviously it's been it's been out there. Even Andrew's like tired of it. It's like, sure. I guess. Maybe. Um I think it can work. You kinda have to pick your poison. Cause I again, Tommy, you can be like uh uh rule the world, I can do whatever the hell I want and like assume that it'll do a good job, but you kinda have to be careful not to show, I guess, like very horrific stuff. For you to scare your audience, I think that you have to again pick your poison as to Marvel audience. They'll stay for anything. Listen, uh, I mean, true. We stay no. or the dark world. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, if it's like a cynical thing, sure. I mean, I, I love the cynicism sometimes that they can show. Like, yo, this is so horrific, but then the finished product is like, wait, so this was whole fake? This was even better than what I thought. Eternals, for example, I think that you kind of got it in the head. Like Eternals was a movie that I thought, cool, more cosmic shit. I haven't watched it. Uh, at the time of the recording, I will watch it tomorrow, which is the Saturday. Um, I'm very excited as to why is it that every creative is like, this isn't art. What is this? I thought Marvel was just punchy stuff and cosmic shit happening. I never understand, like, I know sort of a tangent. I'm so sorry if it's like a weird tangent for the audience. Um, I do some some things like that. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say something real quick. I don't understand why is it that um, audiences can go and say Marvel is too uh, repetitive. Just flash and no substance at times. Okay, I'll give it a B. But then they'll complain also as to um why why can't i get something that's artistic like why 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 is it all substance uh, flash and no substance and then when they got it it's like where's the punchy stuff where where's the, I, I don't get it and i'm like okay so like 
you want something slow. You don't want it slow. So you want it fast. No, you can't have it too fast because then it's like a, a very fast movie and it's just didn't have anything. So I I don't get it. Like what's uh what's second like senses on a lot of stuff? I'm glad we have a, another Eternals pol- apologist here. Um, so we're, we're, we're big Eternals fans. Um, so between, uh, I did want to ask, uh, mm-hmm. I know we, we kind of touched on Miss Marvel a lot. I want to ask, um, did, did anything else stick out for between like Moon Knight and She-Hulk? Again, like it's kind of hard to like talk about this stuff separately because it was like so brief. Um, but is there like one that maybe you're more particularly excited for than the other? Um, I'll, I'll say this. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give my takes here. Um, sure. So the sh- first and foremost, right, we get all of these title reveals or title cards, right? And I, <laughs> look, I thought the the content we saw from She-Hulk was good, and I am excited for She-Hulk. Uh, I gotta I, look. I'm gonna complain about the title card here. I think it was the worst title card, and I think it looks like a like a CBS Med show. Do you know? Michael, my roommate literally messaged me one comment about She-Hulk. It was about that title logo being like, it was so much better before. Why did they switch to this? Luis is looking it up, I think. I don't know if it was a... I don't know if they watched Suits and thought... <laughs> she's basically a lawyer. Yeah. Or uh, uh, NCIS and thought, I like the lettering. Sort of <laughs> like a, a American Psycho thing. Like, oh yeah, race lettering. Like, ah, oh, we'll see... <laughs> It's pretty tasteful of you, Bateman. But that's nothing. And then they just, instead of putting, I think the, I think it was one of the bad, good-looking uh, title shot, uh, title cards uh, last year. And then they gave us that one. I'm like, so they <laughs> went for, like, I mean, I guess that she's a, she's a lawyer. So I guess, like, the lettering kind of seems very formal, right? Because lawyers are just that. But she's also, she also has gamma radiation, man. Like, Play play on something. It's like Loki. You know how Loki people lambasted uh just like the lettering. It's just like why? What is this whole thing? But then we kind of get it once you watch the show. With She Hulk, you just say, Oh, so suits, but like with Marvel stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we have to wait and see. I I don't know. Like again, I'm I'm approaching pretty, this more skeptical you know. and I will be happy when it's over, right? And um, I do agree. I think this is gonna be like it's gonna be like Marvel's take on a procedural uh network television show, which again, like that's not necessarily a bad thing. We had the sitcom thing, which you know, you could you could argue that was made people were I, I was skeptical of coming into WandaVision that way. So look, uh, I I I'm excited for the show. I'm just I have to talk about that uh, title card, right? Yeah. Tom? yeah. I, I, I like She-Hulk as a character. I'm intrigued by the show. Um, I'm kind of hoping Sash kind of got the vibe, again, from a very little bit of, right. like, Netflix, uh, Jessica Jones, or a Netflix, like, almost like that kind of, like, dual life. I don't know. I could see it going that way. I think it might be a little more herky than I want it to be. Like, I, 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 want, I want dark. I want art, which takes me to Moon Knight, which is... I love the comic Moon Knight. It's probably one of my favorite characters. It's such a fun character in the the you know I don't want to spoil all his stuff because he's got so much stuff, <laughs> and I like that they they touched on one big part of his mind, which is like the voices in his head and stuff. And like I re- this was a teaser that I probably was the most hyped on just the small amount because it did get me like intrigued to be like okay, it looks like it's gonna go to that dark place that I wanted. Yes, to, hopefully, I. I'm going to be on the fence as to how dark can it get because with many of my conversations with friends 
we kind of go into the this kind of deciding factor as to Disney will is and will be a family friendly show, a family friendly uh, uh, cent, uh, central, right? That is where a lot of Marvel shows are going to be affecting the PG um, aspect as to how far you can take a character with this amount of stuff happening with him. Because if you're talking about Moon Knight, he is in your typical like, oh, you know, voices in my head. Like, no, man, this man has this this dissociative um, identity disorder. He has issues. All right. And you're putting Egyptian stuff in him and everything's like he can control what he's doing. Literally a panel that I love so much. And I talked about this and I I know it might not happen, but if it does, the panel goes. Watch out. He's Moon Knight. He's got some random bullshit that can that, that can happen at any moment. And he literally says random bullshit. Go. That is that is him. That is him. And. I am wary as to where you can put this character in a Disney Plus environment. Swear a lot, you can show too much graphic stuff. He is violent. He can be violent. So, but I like it. I like Oscar Isaac. Uh, I enjoy his films. I know he'll do a great job. The small snippet of the costume looks clean, looks very uh, uh, comic book accurate. I'm intrigued. Again, very snippet, very small stuff, man. Like, I can't come up with anything that he said or, or like, what what's the purpose of this season? I'm like, oh, like I guess something's happening. He's he's uh, dealing with the uh, the disorder that he has and taking on this persona of a Moon Knight. So I, I'm vibing with it. She Hulk, on the other hand, Banner's gonna be there. So I'm I'm gonna go with just Banner's going to be a protege the same way Tony was with Peter, but she's an adult. She's like, no, no, I can take this, and then she can't take this because the the gamma and how I don't know. I yeah, I I, I love to be. Like you said, Michael, I think like skepticism can feel a little bit better because then once you do get something and you're thinking, oh, I never thought they would go this far. Now I'm intrigued and now your curiosity gets your attention and it's your this it's the greatest show ever. You know, I think with WandaVision, your concerns were very there. You know, why bring that characters again? Loki, why would you bring a fan favorite? Of course, he's a fan favorite, but it's the story of it that kind of intrigued you. And I think that that's something that I guess they've been very vague about. And even in this, the Disney plus celebration, I guess they just show like the vagueness of what's to come with the sole purpose of like, I just don't want you to get this spoiled because then I think the criticisms might be that they show too much or your, your, your run of the mill problems of like, I don't get it. This makes no sense and stuff like that. So it's I'm very hope I'm I'm very wait and see on a lot of shows. And like you said, I I don't wanna I don't want you to be right, but it's because I would want all of these projects to go in. But who knows? Maybe one of these shows might get too overwhelming and may get axed. But who knows? 
Well, well, let's talk about. Um, I want to. I want to dive into the, this Hawkeye. And we we've seen Hawkeye trailers already. Um, and basically, the clip we got here was um, uh, is an extended version of what we had already seen in the trailer. Yes. Basically, uh-huh. um, um, Tommy, Tommy, uh, I want to get your quick reactions here. What, what are you excited for, uh, Hawkeye? Well, so this is new to me. Like, you, you, I didn't know this was in a trailer. Uh, you know, I've talked about it enough on this podcast. I'm not a big trailer guy, so I don't watch a lot of trailers. I'd rather go in blind. Uh, but I watched this. I, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I like their dynamic back and forth. The thing that Hawkeye works good is that, like, banter. Like, that's, you know, the look of A.D. Jadaltron with him and, you know, you got the, the Max Moff, like, your twins. Like, he, he's good at that stuff. Uh I, Rogers the musical. I have so many questions. I want to write now. Rogers the musical. I, I, I like. Why is that not done? Why, why is, why is that not Marvel? Is this their way to tie it in? Like after this Hawkeye's release, they're gonna, they're gonna throw Rogers the musical on Broadway. Uh, uh, glad that Hawkeye. There's dealing more with that because that was one of my griefs about Endgame was they kind of just yada yada the Ronin stuff. But like, hey, murdered a bunch of people, but like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We got bigger fish to fry, which is Thanos. But uh, my other takes. Uh, trust a bro moving company. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I guess just trust a bro. Maybe that should be a thing. And in plunger arrow, I just like, I mean, yeah, of course a plunger arrow. Why we need that. We always needed it, but yeah. Yeah, those are the things that stuck out to me in the trailer. I mean, uh, like, uh, I think like, uh, I wasn't very, I, I'm actually going to say it. Michael, I think you, you hit it. At, okay. WandaVision and Loki were one of my uh like favorite shows to watch. My least one was Hawkeye at the start. Because out of everything that they showed, out of everyone that that needed a show, you gave it to this one. Because you gave Black Widow a movie. Okay. Kind of weird that you kind of have to squeeze it in after what happened in Endgame. But sure, it's there. Hawkeye, like, why would I want to? I mean, I want to hate the character. Is like, I mean, what's there to like? Do we think he dies? I think he kind of dies. This is my prediction. I think he dies. Uh, at the end of Hawkeye. Oof, uh, this is I a mean, Christmas special, Tommy. I don't know about it's that. Not, right. Yeah, death can happen on. Not what to be morbid, but death can happen on Christmas. All right, right. I'm just gonna listen. Let me go. Let me. No, this is family friendly. <laughs> okay, he's just gonna be retired. Yeah, retired, and you know we'll probably never see him again. But he'll be retired. Well, uh, Luis, I want to I want to come back at you here because hmm. uh, I agree, Hawkeye maybe not that interesting, but Kate Bishop on the other hand, I think that's what this is really coming down to. Because listen, uh, again, I've mentioned I'm not a huge comic guy. But I have read the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye, which involves Kate Bishop. I think that's one of the best characters that I've read in Marvel Comics. And I think the casting here, based on what I've seen on the trailer and what I know of Haley Steinfeld, I don't think you can get much better than what we got. And I'm so excited for Kate Bishop. And if we have to do some Jeremy Renner stuff along the way to get it, I'm down. Let's do it. I, I, think, I think the same way I think a lot of the... I think it's interesting. I think you can really stem, you can really look at this and say old Avengers are forming the new Avengers. So Hawkeye, you have Jeremy Renner's character with Kate Bishop. She-Hulk, you have 
uh, um, Mark Ruffalo. So it's almost like, oh, so, you know, I was once an Avenger. You need to do your shit. And like, you need to come because I'm tired and I need someone else. So I'm excited because I, I think the Kate Bishop uh, stuff was like, like, okay, so what are you going to do with the character? But now I get it now. I get what they're trying to do. I get what I I think it's going to happen, which is just. Listen, I don't think I don't think Hawkeye's going to die, die again, retired or. I don't know, he, he fulfills the wish of like, OK, I was I was once Hawkeye, then Ronan. I kill a lot of people. I've come to terms with my past and stuff. Be a new my family's here and just kind of give Kate like that, you know, that uh, seal of approval. Like, OK, well, you're 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 your next kid. And that is where I guess new Avengers can come in and start whatever it is they're doing. Because at this point, I'm I'm very like lost for words as to what is going on, because. You have Kate, you have She-Hulk, you have Moon Knight, you have. Miss Marvel. And just movies alone. Doctor Strange, which we which we found out that has a lot of major reshoots, you have. Yeah, Blade that you haven't even said anything. You have Fantastic Four. You haven't said anything, and I hate it that they didn't. I'm very depressed about that. Same. But, you know, that's not here or there. I guess I'll wait another year. Um, You have a lot of big stories as to where are you going with these new characters? Because I know for shows is introduction. I think, and I said this at, at the beginning, the show's bring Marvel to a better place of storytelling than on movies. I think movies you can hit or miss a lot because um, in the case of fourth time, I'll say it Thor: the dark world. And I'll even throw in um, uh, Captain Marvel. Those two movies fail at what they wanted to do. At least in dark world was just kind of continuing, I guess, Thor as a character that didn't go too well. And for Captain Marvel, is the introduction of a kid for the other Avengers movie that she needs to be in. And it's kind of disjointed because you got her movie out with just the explanation of a typical first movie run Marvel uh, movie. But it didn't land it. No pun intended. With these shows moving forward, I think it's like, well, let's give the characters a better fleshing of, of them, giving more world building also. And then, you know, kind of venture off on movies, tie-ins and stuff like that. And and that that is my hopeful analysis. I know that you're going to have your your slow shows or like your interesting shows that are just too long for you to get to the point. But it, it serves a purpose. Most shows are like that, in my opinion. It's it's ambitious. I'm I'm wrapping my head as to how much content we have that I'm just overwhelmed. Because I think lot. out of because I think out of all of it that that I'm much 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 interested and in, and in looking forward to out of all is Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, so I do want to um uh well real quick uh Luis, I don't know if you saw the chat. Tommy had to leave. Um but we're going to we're going to close it out for him. Right. Um so but yes, I want to talk about Secret Invasion. Um, we, I, 
like I don't know how much he picked out of like all of that what was going on. As far as I know, the only shot we got was of of Nick Fury, right? Nick Fury, yeah. And that's he's all got I like, he's got his beard. I need it. Nope. That's all I needed. That's that, I'm down too. That's <laughs> listen. He got he got the beard, which is that this man was clean cut. This man was like a yeah. law and order. But now it's like things started going rough. I he even took the eye patch and said, "A flirting yeah. got me." So what? I'm accepting my truth. That's what happened. It wasn't a boxing match or whatever the hell. So I'm excited because if it's anything like the comic uh, interpretation, we're in for a very, very long journey, my friend. And I'm excited because not only is this my favorite show to hopefully, you know, see and, and see how what, what's going on. Well, well, Louis, I, w- I want to like, um, I, I want to do some rapid fire, okay? Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Th- so we had, we we had the footage, right? We've talked about the footage. I want to throw some like the new Marvel stuff that we ha- that we haven't quite, uh, we didn't even know about. Well, some of them we knew about, but some of them we didn't. Right. Um, so I, I want to get like rapid fire, what you think and how you feel about this upcoming stuff. So let's start with there was a new one. It was an animated series, X Men '97. What do you, what do you, what do you think of this? It is just X-Men uh, in its peak in the 90s. Well, uh, better question. Do you think it's going to like actually tie in to what the MCU plans with the X-Men? Or is this going to be more? Uh, uh, they it did kind of say it's a sequel to the original. So the animated series of the 90s show. I, uh, they've kind of canonized everything, even the Spider-Man one, which I know you're probably going to talk about. Yeah, It's kind of weird because... Again, you're kind of putting a 90s animated series that has nothing to do with this canon, but it's like, no, 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 but in this in this iteration, <laughs> that makes sense. So, uh, but still, wow, there was like nostalgia coming back. I was like, right. what? I even thought that I even thought that it was the sh- the the original show coming to Disney Plus, only to later figure out, wait, they they only had they already had it right on the on the thing. I was like. Because it said X Men '97, it's like, oh, so the, yes, yeah, the the '90s show. I'm like, no way, that's it's always yeah. been the animated series. But no, very excited for that. And uh, wow, that that was a very curveball. I was not expecting that. Okay, so you mentioned it here. I, I want to touch on, and we I, we probably know the least about this one than anything else. Um, Spider Man Freshman Year. Uh, is this something you're excited for? This is apparently the. I don't know because now I'm confused. I think this is supposed to be the four years of just high school. So we've had homecoming, which is second year, far from home, third year. And then this new one is going to be senior year. But then yeah. this is an animated one, which they touch up. They're going to touch about what happened the months before civil war. Yeah. I don't know if it's Tom Holland, like uh, reprising his role. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I know why they did it as an animated short, because obviously they only have the rights up until a certain point. Yeah, well, I, we'll, I don't know. I'm we'll I'm see. very like, wow, OK, new animated series. Right. Hopefully it's cool. OK, so let me throw another one. This is one. This might be the one I'm most excited for. And here's the reason why I'm most excited for it. OK, so we started this podcast right before WandaVision. It was the first show we recapped mm-hmm. and our show popped off. It's the most views we've ever had. Like people were dying for WandaVision. 
And ever since Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we probably had like half the views since then, which is fine. You know, we do it for, yeah. the, for the crowd. But listen, people love WandaVision and they're going to eat this podcast up when we talk about it. What do you think of <laughs> Agatha, the House of Harkness? I'm going to assume this is either before WandaVision or whether or not Agatha breaks the spell that she's on. I'm, I am okay. Um, more Agatha. Hey, hopefully the the theme song is as bopping as the one they showed on WandaVision. So I'm 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 into it. I'm I'm. I'm confused. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like, oh, so the other role of this mo- of this of this series got a show, but okay, I guess. I mean, yeah. It, I it guess almost... if they're talk, I guess if they're talking about um, just, I guess a mystical or just like witchy stuff about that character or that part of the Scarlet Witch lore. Sure. I mean, I'm I'm down to it. I mean, her character's impressively, impressively. Um, like cool you know again you're, you're talking about spells on a on a world with iron mans and spider mans and you know like it's so crazy so um um i'll give it a, i'll give it a watch obviously and it's gonna be um i forgot the actress's name i'm so sorry um uh catherine han catherine han is there so yeah yes more of her thank you well and and i think that's probably where again i'd like to be skeptical coming into the stuff my Mm -hmm. thing is like i don't know if they were planning this i think they saw the reaction to agatha harkness they saw that like even the casual audience really loved agatha harkness and i feel like they really kind of threw this in here so we'll we'll see i just i hope they have a good story planned um let's hop over to another one that um I'm actually really excited about it. I don't know how you felt about this, but when we did What If coverage, mm-hmm. I loved Marvel Zombies. It's like my, it was my favorite episode of What If, and I, I want more of it. What do you think of uh, a Marvel Zombies series? I was under the impression that the What If was supposed to be just that. Like, hey, we did Marvel, uh, Marvel Zombie. Um... It's cool. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's just going to be animated. Um, so if it's anything like we saw on the What If um, episode, I'm down for it. I think, I again, it really just stems from, like, what can you say about it? Because there are zombies. So are you just going to say that everyone's a, a like, the, t- the main characters are zombies? And what what stories can you bring? Because I, I know on, on zombies they do have a sense of like they can talk. It's gruesome as hell. Like the comic strip is just insane. But I was not again. There's a lot of unexpected stuff. Hard the, the the Agatha one was very um, unexpected. Marvel zombie. I really thought it was just gonna be a one off. What if and and that's it. But uh, I think to your point, a lot of these shows were just a reaction or just reactionary to just the audience's uh, reaction to it. So I'm under the impression that I don't think they thought of a Marvel zombie show. They just thought, wow, this episode popped off like, wow. OK, I guess we can kind of flesh out into its own show. So it, it's interesting to see where they go with with this concept. 
Well, well, at the time, I, my prediction was that we would in season two there would be a continuation of that same Marvel. Like I, I felt, I felt pretty confident that we would see more of Marvel Zombies, just kind of based on the way it ended, um, especially with like the Thanos cliffhanger and all that. So I don't know if it's going to pick up directly after that. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, let let me hit you with one final one here, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure how familiar you, familiar you are with Echo. Um, do you have any opinions about Echo? If the not, only, I can tell you. In. The only thing I know is she will be on Hawkeye. That's yeah. the main introduction. I have heard that Echo is mostly connected with just the Daredevil Jessica Joneses of of the world. Whether or not Echo is the bridge that brings the um, Netflix Marvels to the MCU or a speculation, Charlie's already in No Way Home remains to be seen. I am still under the impression that Echo, for me at least, is we're trying to bridge some characters that, that, that we couldn't do on Netflix, trying to reintroduce them here. I know that her as a character will still be her being a character. I'm not going to say like Echo is just an excuse for just bringing uh, certain other characters that that have more star power. No, I, I think Echo as a as a character will, will pop off. I don't know much about her. Um, but hey, again, there's a lot of um, characters, especially right now, that are just like the who and who is this and what power. I'm all in it because now you get to learn. I think the same way with Eternals, there is interest for just the diversity of just Marvel as characters, as storytellers. And, you know, again, you started with Iron Man. This man was a at least a B-tier character, at least in just how popular the character were. Yes, he was he's quintessential in a lot of stuff, but you know, not the Spider-Mans of the world, the Hulks. And, and it is funny you mentioned Iron Man because you're right. Like people like Iron Man now is like a household name, right? Like you can't meet a single person that doesn't know who Iron Man is. But at the time, he was like a more obscure Marvel character, right? He wasn't like one of the X-Men or like yeah, the, Hulk or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. I think also the perception of just how how superhero movies started with just X-Men and Spider-Man. Those two were your biggest draw and you were more aligned to those characters so with iron man being the first and maybe it's by design or it was robert Downey jr and thought okay let's let's gamble on this it really paid off and i think that slowly but surely you get your character you get not only your characters you get the 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 actors to play with it and right now i even heard in an article of how they're not doing multi-year contracts with certain um uh with actors or actresses um just because they would want one that is ingrained with the character and can be available um at a moment's notice and say like listen let's let's deepen the character that you have uh are you in for it and and kind of just go off from there so right now we're looking at we're looking at just celestials we're looking at higher beings above the main character the the main superheroes with eternals and moving forward it's a lot of stuff going in which prediction prediction it's probably going to be either kang like a given but i think galactus will be a part of a play here considering that 
who's bigger, quite literally, than this man. <laughs> this man Nobody. is an eater of old worlds. Yeah. I, the, the reference that I, that uh, that that Ultron did on the season finale of What If, I was like, oh my god, is this is this just like? Uh, sorry, this was the that wasn't the season finale. It was the the second two of the season finale. Like that shot when he just like ate the universe trying to get to Uatu. I was like, oh my god, like. Listen, just cha just change it up, put like a Galactus skin, and that's him. Th this is what I want. Holy crap! So, I am very interested. Th there's also the the concerns, right? So I think we're just so overwhelmed by so many shows and characters, and it's it's just a wait and see progress. I think like like the first start of the MCU, and I really think that the Phase Four is Phase One. Is is phase one for a lot of reasons. There's so many new characters, and at the time you can only do your Iron Man, your your Hulk, then your other Iron Man movie, then Thor, then Captain. Like you did it by phases. Right now you can just put like three characters in one year and have those shows kind of talk and intertwine with it. And I wouldn't say speed the process, but I think as consumers and as you know consumption of of just content we want things quick and i guess you and i can can both agree we will want to have these shows like literally tomorrow and just binge watch them and make content like our, like we're doing right now but it takes time and i really think that the timing is at is at essence i think right now they're holding the cards to the table i think they know what they're doing they know that is going to be tricky considering that they are very diverse in every aspect of the world. And also you have to tell the bigger story, which is the multiverse or what seems to be it. And it's going to be interesting because I think Marvel's had its own playing game there. I don't think they fear DC and also DC doesn't even fear uh, Marvel right now. They're both doing their own thing. And I'm impressed how, Right now, DC's getting their good movies. There's some stinkers out there, obviously, but they are doing their own thing without being uh, MCU. Right. I think if both can just do great storytelling, uh, great storytelling on their own, regardless as to the other competition did it this way, so let's just do it our way. Like, no. Right. Believe in the source material. Um, um, know that you can make a great story whether it's a minute and a half uh, a minute whether it's an hour and a half whether it's two hours and just make it your own i think like you said you know you have to be yourself and i think that a lot of these uh shows are just that in terms of how the show is going to be and how the characters are presented but are going to be presented so i'm all for it i am just I'm overwhelmed and I'm happy. Like it's just right. wow. And they really popped off. Also, graphic design the graphic designers of these logos, some are hit or miss, but holy crap, that was I mean they're awesome. cool. Like uh it, they're almost sometimes they're almost as cool as like an actual poster. So I can Right, even know. right. I think that that can be its own poster yeah. and be like, yep, that that that's the show. It's all we no, need. That's all we need. You don't need the characters, just that's right. it um well Luis, i think you put a really good button on all this i, I think we, we we've touched on all of uh some of the new content here um 
I, I want to do uh, really uh, real quick. I, I know we talked about. Um, I, I want to. We like to leave the audience with a recommendation each week. Um, and I, I, I'll start first. Um, and actually, this is something that I that I watched last night. Um, and I haven't. I, I watched one episode. I haven't seen it anymore. So um, it could suck after this. But I really like the premiere. Um, and unless I'm not a League of Legends guy, I, I've never played League of Legends, but there's a new series out on Netflix called Arcane, and I I was really attracted to the animation, right? It, it's like some really cool. It's not. I mean, it's it's based. The story is based on a video game, correct? So yeah. a, a lot of a lot of the 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 animation is inspired by like video games uh, CGI. And it's interesting to learn about this world. And I, I, as somebody who doesn't know anything about League of Legends and going into that, um, it, it was it was a lot of fun for me. Um, so so that is my recommendation for the week. It is Arcane on Netflix. Luisa, are you a, are you a League of Legends guy? I respect it. I think there's yeah. Well, there's some games that I can say, hey, I wouldn't play, it, but you do you, man. I'm right. I'm just I, I'm. I like my Spider-Man games. I like sometimes a Fortnite, sometimes a Call of Duty, but oh no, not 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 League of Legends. I, I respect it. I think that it's a game that I just I don't know. I don't know. I just really didn't get into it. Um, the, the 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 show is pretty. The the animation is. Do cool, they go? Man. Do they go like for the um for the art? I guess the art of the the game. Like I guess they went on the That's game. The and thing, said, like, I I have no idea. This I don't I, I don't know it. I don't know a whole lot about oh, League of Legends. Okay, so. okay. You just got in and said, like, oh wait, so this is based on the game yeah. League of Legends. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I, I'm not sure. It, it very well could be like an actual like exactly like the cutscenes in that game. Or there are there even cutscenes? I don't know. <laughs> so um it, it is cool though. And I, I think you can hop in without knowing anything about it, because mm. I did. So mm. um Luis, uh, do you have a recommendation you want to leave with the audience? Um, for those who may not know, I do like some anime. However, uh, I'm very selective in which anime I watch. Um, I like me some... Uh, you know, I've, I've watched my Dragon Balls. I've watched some Naruto here and there. Uh, but the one uh, anime that I'm really, really into <laughs> is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wow. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 just got uh, into Netflix in preparation for Stone Ocean, which is uh, the sixth part of uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure coming in December 1st. So if you're into like the wacky, just like Japanese art style, and again, the, the storytelling is just, this, listen, don't think about it too much. It's just weird shit, all right? It's good. It's good fun. All right. It's not your one piece. I need to watch like a thousand to get it. It's I think about like 87 in total, at least like just a, a, as of right now. This is a good watch. Go watch it. It's uh, all of it. It's on Netflix in preparation for Stone Ocean. Uh, another one, I guess. If you're My Hero Academia, there's the movie that just came out. It's pretty good. So a, a lot of people have recommended uh, My Hero Academia. Actually, Tommy, I think Tommy's into that as well. Um, but but Luis, I, I want to um, again, I want I want to thank you for coming on. This this was a lot of fun. Of course, uh, you're very good at what you do, and I, I want to give you the opportunity here. 
Um, first and foremost, I want you to tell people where they can find your podcast. But also, I want to ask, because you mentioned music. Is there anywhere mm -hmm. we, we can find your music? I'm going to do a podcast first because I'm a little shy with my music. Uh, the <laughs> podcast, I don't know if you have. Uh, are you recording this with the visual too? Uh, no, or... most people will just listen to it. Um, All right. Um, right now, I'm wearing my, my not-so-serious merch. Still pending to take drop. Um, you can find us at not so serious underscore was it like it's is it like is it the underscore that is dash is yeah, yeah 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 so yeah so yeah twitter really screw us over with the the, the uh username so you can find us at not so serious underscore 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 or on instagram at not so serious podcast you can also find us on wherever you listen to your podcast audio mac uh apple Podcasts, spotify uh anywhere even on facebook i don't know how but hey i found it i found that on facebook you can actually put the uh the episodes there um and for me you mean meta it's meta no. sorry meta right <laughs> of course it's the metaverse um <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, not so serious podcast uh we talk uh, just like here so it fits right along with stark uh stark wars podcast um lots of marvel content lots of uh just goofing around i think we're just three guys that really love comics love pop culture and we're just having a good time um we're based from puerto rico um so it, it's fun it's fun to create content with friends and what we bring to the table is just uh just talk shit for one for an hour or two. That, that's a good way to describe it because when yeah. I, I listened, there's <laughs> there's one episode that really broke me. Mm. It was a little while back, maybe a couple months ago, but and I think I'm pretty sure it was you. Did did, did you go to Florida and rant about Floridians? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So my <laughs> whole rant, yeah, my whole rant with Floridians. <laughs> I know that I'm coming from a Puerto Rican who will probably talk to a Floridian and say like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Well, you know." Okay, so you know the coast? You're going to go down, and it's basically us. But just we talk Spanish, we say cabrón a lot, and then we have piña coladas, apparently, because that's all you think of us. So, yeah, I just went on a weird rant. I don't remember <laughs> the context of it. Yeah, it's that's, what that's I am. Y'all, yeah, talk my, shit listen, talk listen, my personality is out there. So if you like we love it. Uh, we that, love it. Um, check us out at a Not So Serious Podcast. For me, uh, you can find me at Luis Jimenez on spotify apple music uh my ep is called lockdown rightfully so i did it uh, last year uh at the heart of the pandemic uh literally i bought uh some audio equipment i really wanted to do music last year and i was like i was committed to it and i was like okay i'm not gonna wait for anyone else let me just do it myself as we started doing the podcast um i was getting into it because i so I felt like a love between just doing something musically and just talking to my friend about anything that we can think of. And if it's pop culture, if it's something else, we'll talk about it. Uh, kind of got me into that mode of creating COVID hit. And I don't know, my inspiration really hit me just being alone and having my computer and having a lot of beats in my head, a lot of uh, opportunities. And believe it or not, like, that was the catalyst as to how lockdown got created and it's out there. I am fortunate to have my music out there. I, you know, I talk about a lot of, you know, gratefulness and, and being 
like happy and, and, and good to be alive. And it's because, you know, these moments were not thought of a few years back. And I think that if anything you can take of on this podcast and me being here, and I'm very grateful you guys like, you know, reached out to us. Um, it's, it's just opportunity. It's, it's a way for, again, a guy in a small Island that starts Pina Colada, um, can, you know, reach, uh, people, uh, like yourself, whoever's listening and, it's a safe space that we can talk about the things that we love, things that we hate, but things that make us feel alive, at least for a few. And and it's something that I always try to bring on my podcast and anything that I do. So I think that a lot of it stems from just seeing the world as just a shitty place and everything's like going to shit. And right now, as we're trying to get to normality, these spots and these opportunities and these uh, safe spaces where we can be ourselves and kind of get back to normality is wholesome. It's something that fuels me. It's something that drives me. And quite frankly, I just love doing what I do. And I and I love that I can do it in the comfort of my home and I can slowly but surely grow uh, as a person and as a content creator. And I hope that, you know, you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, Hopefully, we'll have the whole gang, fingers crossed, and just enjoy uh, content that we love. Yeah, I, I think this is the first of many crossovers here. Um, so, again, thank you so much, Luis, for doing this. Um, of course. I, I'm going to give us our little closeout here. Um, well, for, first and foremost, uh, I want to give a big thank you to Aaron Robertson, who does our music to kick us off, and Ethan Kellum, who did our logo. i also like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes, and also subscribe, because we're going to be here every single week with some sort of content. Um, Hawkeye's coming up, so if you subscribe, you'll get those podcasts. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at StarWarsPod. And we also have a Discord community, so if that's something you're interested in, uh, hit us up, and we will we'll hit you with a link there. So um that's all we got for you guys thank you so much for listening and luis i want you to help me out here because tommy at the end of every episode tommy does like this very grand goodbye it's like a bye so if you can help me out especially as like a musician i think you got the voice for it let's go uh let's let's give a bye bye <laughs> that's awesome you nailed it